Glow Victory Hockey League and good whatever time of day it is to you. It says Scoop here, and it is the afternoon for me. This is my first podcast in a while. I was going to record it in the morning, but I was up a little later than I hoped to be, so I didn't get it done before heading out for work. So I'm taking a page out of Jardy's book, and I'm recording this on my drive home. So, yes, the first time I've recorded a podcast while driving. It's my first podcast in a long time. I used to do them quite frequently. They were never really any good, but but they got me the point. So, so I might start doing more, especially if this whole recording a podcast while driving thing. You know, I got a 45-minute commute, so I can do this once a week. Just doing it for a couple TPE, though, so not really overly concerned with the quality, but I'll try to keep it, uh, try to keep it good. I was a little inspired by Jardy on, on another front as well, not just a recording while driving, but uh, his pre-draft tell-all podcast, um, I was just kind of like, hey, I, you know, I could do something like that, too. I think my draft story is kind of interesting, uh, given that I was third in TPE in the draft class, and I fell to 10th overall. I definitely think some people were surprised by that, probably even some people who passed on me in, in their draft were uh, probably didn't expect me to fall as far as I did. But I did, so yeah, I ended up going 10th, um, and this podcast I'm going to be talking about why, you know, why I think I might have fallen, um, my experiences pre-draft, what I thought of the teams, who, who scouted me, who I interviewed with, who I didn't, um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to go with this. I don't have inside information like Jardy had, uh, if you... Uh, if you read my mock draft um, and compared it to how things actually went down, you would know that. Though, to be fair, and I'm just going to touch on my mock draft briefly, uh, yeah, I got the the first overall pick very wrong, uh, and then the second overall pick too, which, you know, I thought I was pretty confident in. Uh, I didn't know... I I kind of... I kind of thought that, that... L.A. didn't want Beketov's goalie, so I thought they would just take the best forward. They ended up trading the pick, so, you know, I was kind of right. Uh, And then second overall, I didn't realize that Vancouver... I I didn't know that information about Vancouver, the way that uh, their GM uh, prefers their players to, to build... Plus, they had the opportunity to take, to take both Reinhardt, so it made sense. So I was wrong about those picks. I was wrong about most picks. Uh, I will say, though, that the third overall pick where I had myself going in the mock draft, I knew I wasn't going to Vancouver. I put that there. I, I, I knew I was going later than third. Uh, I knew I wouldn't be first overall. I knew I wasn't going to Vancouver. Or I, I assumed I wasn't going to Vancouver because they did not interview me at all, they didn't ask me any questions before the draft, so I was just kind of like, they're probably not going to pick me. Listening to Jardy again, I understand now why they did not pick me, and uh, Jardy at least uh, 
at least they asked you to to change your build. Um, I didn't even get I didn't even get that much from them. So yeah. So I, I had myself going third in the mock draft in part because I didn't want to try to predict where I was actually going to go. And I was like, hey, you know, this this would be a good fit. Uh, they're a team, they don't have many physical players, they, they can maybe use someone. Uh, I now know, again, that they just, you know they don't want that. They just want scoring and defense. Scoring and defense. If you're not putting all your points in scoring and defense, you're you're you're, you're beaming. Uh, I mean, not quite all of your not quite all of your points, but so yeah, I knew I wasn't going to Vancouver. I did think. So what I actually thought was that I would end up going going into the draft. I thought I was going to go fourth or sixth overall. To Davos at four or Riga at six. Um, so those are. I was scouted by five different teams. I'll just say that five different teams asked me questions pre-interview. Seattle, uh, Banna uh, sent me questions or a question. It was more of a kind of how are things? How are things yeah, in your life? I don't really care about. Um, what you're trying to do with your player, I, I just like to know, uh, I want to know, you know, you tried to get, you tried to get to know what was going on, you know, like more, a more personal, uh, on a more personal note, more personal level, so, that was early June that he sent that, and early July I replied, so, not, you know, not the best look, I mean, it's not like I hadn't been active that whole time, it's just, Anytime I thought about, hey, I should respond to that, I wasn't online, and anytime I was online, I was not thinking about about it. So it, that, that just kind of happened. He probably understands. Like it wasn't even close to draft time, so he's probably thinking, you know, it's okay that he's not answering and don't have to don't need those responses right away. But you know, maybe it impacted uh, a decision that he made in the draft. Um, I will also say that regarding Seattle, my last two players who kind of flamed out, both before the draft, I will add, um, they were picked by Seattle. Uh, and granted, they were picked in like the, the 40s. That would have been like rounds three or four. Um, I, and I was already inactive. So it's not like, it's not like I was active up until the draft and then I was picked and then, you know, shortly after after the excitement of being drafted died down, uh, I went inactive. No, I, I, I didn't even make it this far. I have, I already have uh, more TPE combined than those two players had. So uh, I have more TPE now than those two players had combined. Right? I think I said uh, backwards. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Banna is, you know, he was like, he was very much aware of the my recent history. And even before those two players, uh, my last player before that, ended his career in Seattle. Um, it was like 600-some TPE, but I was inactive by that time. I, I had only been active for a couple seasons. So, uh, yeah, so, so 
I could understand why why uh, he would be wary of picking myself in the draft. Now he Seattle originally had I think it was 11th overall. Uh, they traded up I think on draft day to get seventh, which was a pick that you know I didn't think I would be available then, but. You know, it's in that range where I thought uh, I thought I could be. Uh, I, I wasn't like certain I was going fourth or sixth. Obviously, I didn't. Uh, but Seattle—that's uh, a little bit on Seattle. They were the first to scout me. I don't know the exact order of the others, so I, I would just uh, kind of go down the line in draft order. Uh, Davos—I had some good talks with them. Um, I thought they would have been a really good fit based on what I'm looking to do as a player, um, you know, the, the roster that they currently had, the prospects that, that they had. I thought it would have been a great fit. You know, they got a couple, they got Patrick Lane for a couple more seasons. They got uh, uh, Moto and um, some other guys. They have people, they have players, you know, all throughout their uh, different points in their career. They have veterans, they have players in their prime, and they have uh, young guys. What I liked about them was by the time I would be reaching my prime, I would have been one of the top players on the team. And that's what I'm looking for. I, I'm looking to be one of the top forwards on my team, you know, going into going into that fourth, fifth season. Um, I, I want to have a very good career, a very Hall of Fame at a minimum. Minimum Hall of Fame. That, that's what I'm shooting for. Um, my stretch goal would be to be a top 50 player of all time. I don't know how realistic that is in the current uh, in the current VHL. You know, not not necessarily top 50 all time in points or scoring or anything like that. Um, and maybe when you know when looking at things historically, you'll have to compare me to my generation. I want to be one of the best players of my generation and be so much better than, you know, average that I can be considered one of the top 50 players of all time. That's what I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. Hall of Fame at a minimum, though. Hall of Fame at a minimum. So, hold on a second. Okay, and I'm back. Um, where was I? Yeah, good player, Hall of Fame minimum. Um, that was kind of my thoughts on Davos. They seemed to be interested in my player as well. Uh, you know, they said, hey, now that we fell from third, we think there's a chance we'll... Uh, there's, there's definitely a chance. I guess they didn't... No, no, they said... This was before they made the trade down to fourth. Uh, they had said, yeah, now that they fell to third, you know, there was a chance uh, I would be the pick. I don't know what they were thinking, who, who they were thinking would be one-two. I now believe that uh, Jardy was, would have been their selection at two if they had got the second pick. Uh, and based on the fact that they picked him and uh, uh, Gustav said in an article that 
uh, I would have been their next choice. So at, at least I can, you know, their second choice of forward after Reinhardt, even. So uh, Tyler Reinhardt, that is. So, I, you know, at least at least I got that. So it was just Jardy that was uh, the reason I was not picked at four. And, you know, I can just chalk that up to a positional need. Uh, and I can, you know, still, still, uh, you know, it's crazy, though. Like, I, I would have been, you know, I was their second choice. Uh, and I ended up falling all the way to 10th. Yeah, so that's a little bit on Davos and the scouting there. Uh, Moscow. Moscow, the scouting went interesting. Uh, so they, you know, they sent a list, like, they sent, like, ten questions. And the first question was, hey, is there, are, are you not interested? Are you, uh, are you not interested in playing for Moscow? Um, is there any reason you don't want to play for, to play for us? And I said, uh, yeah, I have concerns. And my concerns were that they have too many good young forwards. Too many 77, 78 guys uh, who are earning a lot of TPE. And it's not an issue of, oh, I, you know, like I said, I want to be one of the best players. I want to be a leader on the team. I don't want to be going into my sixth season, you know, still like just the third or fourth best forward on the team because the team has, you know, just a bunch of guys who are slightly older than me who are also earning the max. I don't think that's uh, the, the team environment I really want to be in. And so, so I kind of said that. It really, you know, they really did not need a forward. Just looking at the roster, and, uh, you know, I, I said, I said that, I, you know, I was honest uh, about my thoughts. I still answered the rest of their questions, even though they said, "Hey, if you're if you're not interested, you don't have to bother answering the other ones." I still answered the rest of the questions because, you know, I don't know what direction they're going with their team. It wasn't like an inherent. I don't want to play for Moscow. I don't like this team. I have an issue with the GM. It wasn't that. So I was like, hey, you know. If they think, based on what I've said, that things would work out, I'll leave that. I'll leave that decision for them to make. But I do not think they were going to end up picking me. Uh, and the, their response to me confirmed as such uh, when they said, "Yeah, we really aren't looking to take a forward with our fifth overall pick." So. We're just doing our due diligence, and you know that's fine. That's that's completely fine. Uh, who knows? Maybe I, maybe if I fall to 11, they're gonna be like, "Hey, we need to trade for this pick. This guy's too good." Who knows? Maybe they were trying to trade for 10. I, I don't know. I I, I assume not. Uh, but you know, maybe they were like, "Hey, this guy's good," or maybe if I didn't have those concerns, they would have, uh, they would have been more inclined to try to do something like that. Uh, okay, so that's Moscow, I did not expect to go there, so after Davos not picking me in Moscow, well, they actually traded and got, uh, got Beketov's goalie, uh, Los Angeles did not interview me at all, I 
assume they were going to be picking first, so I, I wouldn't have assumed they would. But then they ended up picking fifth. Uh, I still assumed they wouldn't have uh, picked me. I assumed they had a, you know, I assumed they had a guy in mind. So it is what it is. That's okay. Sixth overall, though, I thought I was going to Riga. I, I thought I would go to Riga if I didn't go to Davos. And you know, I had I had similar talks with them. You know, I, I told all the all the teams that I talked to, anyone who asked about you know my goals as a player, uh, or just how I thought my how I wanted my career to go. I told them, I told them honestly, and I think that could have hurt my draft stock a bit because if if you're looking for as a player, if I'm looking to put up really good person numbers personally, really good individual numbers. You know, they could see that as me not caring about team success as much. And to a degree, that's true. Um, obviously, I, I want to win championships. But if I end up, you know, 50 goals, 150 points higher than anyone within five seasons of me and win no championships... I'd probably, I'd probably prefer that to uh, having, you know, an average career, you know, 200 goals, 550 points, and, and three championships. So, obviously being somewhere in between, I, I'd rather win at least one championship and be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer than win no championships and be... I don't know. I don't know. I just haven't had a ton of individual success with my players, and I really want to have that player who's considered one of the best ever. That, and that's my goal. That's my goal. Um, ideally, I can do that with, for the most part, the team that drafts me. Um, I do like to stay loyal. I would love for. I, w I would love to have an insane career in Malmo, help win a couple championships. That that is the dream. That is the dream at this point. Now that that's where I was drafted to. Uh, going back to Riga, though, I thought Riga would have been a good fit too. I don't think. I don't remember exactly. I think Davos was the team that I thought was a better fit between the two. But I thought I was more likely to be taken by Riga. Uh, just because I, I did have... Even though... Even though I thought... Jardy would be taken... By Vancouver... Uh, there was... I, I definitely knew there was a chance that Davos was going to be looking for a defenseman... Rather than a forward... And even if Jardy did go, they could have gotten Jokin in. Uh, and if Jardy didn't go, then they probably would have taken him ahead of me. And that is what happened. Riga, though, you know, they uh, they seemed to like my responses. And and then they, they said, um, they said, yeah, with the... Is that something like, yeah, with the teams ahead of us, they'll probably, probably won't even be available... They'll probably be selected uh, before we pick. 
but we'd be pumped if you fell to us. So, you know, that made me think, okay, they'd be pumped if I fell to them. It sounds like, you know, it sounds to me like if I fall to them, they're going to pick me. I don't know if they just assumed that Jokinen would also have been selected by then. Um, or if, you know, maybe it was another case of, okay, I'm their second choice, or I'm their first choice after a, one of the top defensemen. Um, so if both of those defensemen had been taken, I probably would have been the pick. It's just a guess. Um, I don't know. But I wasn't taken by Riga, and I I didn't mind not, not not that I not that I was disappointed by not being taken by Davos, but I would have preferred Davos over Riga, just because I, I do think that uh, the team fit uh, where I would have fit in the team and how my career would have played out. I think it would have been uh, worked out better in Davos. But neither of them picked me, and then we were on the seventh overall. Seventh overall, I already talked about Seattle's interview with me. Um, Banna did not ever indicate after I responded. He never indicated that uh, there was really interest in my player from his side. Uh, he never said there wasn't interest, so I thought, you know, he might pick me if I fall there. I guess I didn't actually know that... Uh, I didn't catch the draft live, so I, I didn't know that Seattle was picking seventh until after I already knew, noticed I had been picked. Uh, but I would not have... I, I would have expected that if I was available at seven that he would have picked me. And he didn't. Uh, and that's okay, too. Eight and nine, we have Helsinki and Prague. And I don't know if it was a hey, we think this guy's going to be picked before our selection, so we don't even need to bother sending him any messages. Uh, but they did not give me any pre-draft questions. And I don't know if that's... You know, it, from my perspective, it seems like a mistake on their part. Uh, Jonathan is not a bad pick. Baby Bob is not a terrible pick. I think I'm better than both of them. Uh, Helsinki might have needed a center more. They might have been more in need of a center, so Jonathan Ori could have been uh, could have been favored for that reason. I'm surprised that Diamond Ace. I, I guess I guess maybe he has. Uh, I don't know if Baby Bob's a first gen. But maybe he he preferred taking a first gen. Uh, maybe it's something to do with this. Could be with Helsinki as well. Maybe it has something to do with my lack of a presence on Discord. Um, that they you know didn't really see me out there being active, even though I was earning max TPE, and it's not like I wasn't posting otherwise on the forums. Um, but I I would have thought. Me versus Baby Bob for Prague. I would have thought uh, Jason would... You know, you know, I guess physical isn't necessarily a defensive build. Um, but I thought Jason might have preferred a player with my build to someone who 
is more just a, a skill-based player. Granted, Baby Bob does have more points in passing. Um, his passing to scoring ratio is closer to one to one than mine is, and it's I assume it's going to stay that way throughout uh, throughout our careers. So that could have played a, a part. Uh, Jason could have preferred that. Yeah, maybe it was something just like you know they assumed I was going to be gone. They they assumed I would be gone by the time they picked for both Helsinki and or Prague, and so they didn't ask me anything and so they you know when the draft came they thought okay we can take this guy who we haven't talked to at all or you know we we got good impressions from these other guys uh, Jonathan Ori and Baby Bob with their respective teams so let's just go ahead and take those guys instead and not risk uh, not risk uh, Scoop not wanting to play for our team. I don't know. But I fell past those teams. And then I went 10th overall to Malmo. And I, I, you know, a month or so ago, I wouldn't necessarily have been shocked to go this late. I guess in the, the article that I wrote, um, couple weeks after I joined, you know, trying to trying to predict how far I would fall in the draft. I think I said somewhere like 7 to 9 is where I thought I would end up being picked. And then heading into the draft, I thought I would go 4th or 6th. But then I end up going 10th, so I was like way off on that. I, mean, I guess it's not way off, but I was wrong on both fronts. Uh, and yeah, I went to Malmo. My pre-draft interview with them, um, I think the thing that I recall saying I was most drew me to their team was that they had uh, Steezy as a, an assistant GM. And so, so yeah, we both agreed, though. We both, like, yeah, you probably won't even be, won't even be available at that pick. You know, I didn't think I would be. Uh, I think Steezy said something like uh, if you fall this far uh, or if you're available to a team at this point in the draft they'd be crazy not to pick you and you know that's what I'm saying about Prague and Helsinki and heck Seattle even. and granted they, they all picked they picked good players I mean Ori and Petrenko they're both earning Max TPE. Baby Bob's been, turning, earn, been earning Max TPE um, the last several weeks. So it's not like, you know, I, I have a TPE advantage, but if they keep it up just as I do, big deal. I'll have like a 50 TPE advantage. Like, if that isn't growing, then it's not really that much of a difference. Uh, it's if that advantage, advantage grows, then you know. So I go to Melmo, where, you know, I, I think we got a good team. I think we have a good team. I think we can compete for, I think we can compete this season. Obviously, my player won't play a big role in that. And, uh, uh, the Steezy, after I was picked, STZ, STZ, in case, in 
case people don't still call him Steezy. Uh, after I was picked, he sent me a message like, I don't know how it happened, but we, we got you at 10. So, um, yeah, it happened, and that's where I am now. I'm in Malmo. I think, you know, we got to... I think Europe's a pretty balanced conference right now. Um, looks... I, I mean, I, th I think it looks like Davos and Riga are two of our... two of the biggest competitors. Um, I think Prague looks good as well, if I remember correctly. Um, and Warsaw could be the other playoff team. Not sure. Are they still good? I think they're... Uh, I think they... Who's their goalie? I think that I think that might be a weak spot for them. Uh, but anyway, I, I do think that... Uh, I, I do think we have a chance. Uh, Malmo, you know, they, they they performed better than expected in the in the playoffs, and that that was actually one thing uh, in the pre-draft that messages that I uh, went through with Steezy. He was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, we weren't expecting to to win in the playoffs, so that was like why they didn't think that uh, I would be available for them." I was like, "Yeah, you guys are picking kind of late." Yeah, we weren't expected to win the playoffs. Our pick was supposed to be sooner, so uh, so unfortunately, we probably won't be able to get you. And then, and then they did, so it worked out. They won. They, you know, they got to win around in the playoffs, play some more hockey, and then also still get the player they probably would have taken regardless. Uh, yeah, I still got still got about ten minutes of my drive left, and don't really need to continue the podcast, but. I can just ramble on about some things. Uh, I, I, I like my new team. I like what we got here. Uh, similar to Davos, we got some some veterans. Similar Davos and Riga, both both of those teams, as well as our own. I think uh, you know it's a team, and you know there there are a lot of teams that have veterans and guys in their prime. But I mean, like guys in their prime who are stars veterans who are stars and young players who are going to be stars. I, I think all three of those teams, Davos, Riga, and Malmo, um, are all kind of in, in similar situations. Uh, Davos and Malmo especially, I don't really remember what Riga's ro roster looked like. And so those three teams, you know, I, I'm looking forward to uh, competing with these teams going forward. I, I definitely want to win a championship before either of those teams do. I did predict Riga to, to win the European Conference. Uh, I think I picked Chicago to win the championship. Uh, I might adjust my predictions later today if I get the chance before the season starts. I didn't really look too hard at things. But but yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to win a championship before any of my fellow draft class. But Davos and Riga especially... Uh, just because those are the two teams that, you know, I thought were likely to pick me, and then they didn't. So, you know, I, I, I want to I wanna show them that they made the wrong choice. Granted, I think Helsinki and Prague made the wrong choice as well in Vancouver. Um, but they were never making the right choice. It, the right choice was to not even cross their mind. So, I mean, that, that's just a, a given that 
that I want them to have been wrong. But Riga and Davos, just because it could be a more, a, a little bit more of a, a friendly rivalry I can have with them. And not, not just the teams, but specifically the players. Uh, Poopy, P-Pants, and Erlans Jokinen. Um, unfortunately, you know, I'm not a defenseman like them, so it, uh, it'll be a little different, but... But yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to my, my career with Malmo, and and uh, looking forward to what this team can do. So, yeah, getting close to home. Uh, you can stop listening if you want to, if you're still listening. I think, uh, all right, let's, let's, let's story. Let's go into a story. So, so my name is Scoop. Well, my name is Sam. Uh, my username is Scoop. That's kind of my, my handle, my online tag for things. Um, I used to go by street, and I still have some, some things that I do, but for the most part, Scoop. Uh, I guess originally, or prior to Street, not originally, but prior to Street, I went by Streetlight. And that's part of the reason why I switched to Scoop. So, so Streetlight was inspired directly from uh, the band Streetlight Manifesto, who, at, uh, whenever I made the name, you know, I was really into them. I still like them, but, but it was just the, the username was directly tied to that. So it, it, wasn't, really, it wasn't really entirely personal. Um, you know, it was, it was, you know, a generic enough that, you know, streetlight, it could be, you know, it could be whatever, like, like, yeah, it's inspired by the band, but, you know, it's not just a a direct take, like, if you don't know the band, then you don't know, you don't necessarily know what my name is from, um, and then I just shortened that down to street, just to make it, you know, just, just to make it a little more, a little more unidentifiable with the band because, you know, I thought it was kind of weird that it was like, okay, I took, uh, using my username is just, it's just a, it was just directly taken from this band. Granted, you know, I, I like them, but they're not my favorite. I mean, I liked the, I, I liked, I liked the word street, I guess, street light, but, but again, there was nothing like, aside from that being a band that I liked, there was nothing personal about it. And so, Scoop. Yeah, you know, I was trying to think of something else, and, and Scoop occurred to me. Uh, so, when I was in high school, uh, I, was, I was helping carry a filing cabinet down some stairs. And you know, I was walking backwards down these stairs. And as I'm walking backwards, just about to the bottom, uh, a woman who was there who, who we were helping, she said, uh, Oh, you're bleeding. I didn't feel anything. So I, I didn't know if she was talking to me. I looked down, I see blood on the floor. I see my hand, I see blood on my hand, and I'm like, oh, oh, hey, wait, this kind of hurts now. Now that I see that it's happening, the pain is setting in. And so, uh, so yeah, I, I ended up um, slicing a nerve in my hand 
uh, between my thumb and, and uh, index finger. And so uh, I cut a nerve, and I had to have I had to have surgery. Uh, the only time I've ever had surgery, actually. But afterwards, I had to have this little plastic mold uh, to, on my hand, not like around my hand, just to kind of keep my finger and thumb in place uh, while I was uh, uh, not, oh my goodness, not repairing, but I can't think of recovering, recovering while I was recovering. Um, and so it was kind of, you know, kind of like went around my hand. Kind of, you could have like scooped things up with it. Let's say you could have scooped things up with it, and so my siblings would call that my scoop hand. So that was my scoop hand, uh, and so at some point I just decided to start using the tag scoop instead of street, and that is why I am now scoop. But some people around the VHL still refer to me as street. So now you know. Uh, I, I, I like it more just because it's a little more personal. Um, it's got a personal anecdote to go with it. Uh, and also, uh, I also like ice cream a lot. If you eat ice cream, you, get, you scoop up the ice cream. I like ice cream a lot, but way too much. So I guess I wouldn't say way too much. Everybody likes ice cream. Most people like ice cream. It's, you know, it's got, it's, got, it's got that element element to it as well. Um, and actually, I, I'm thinking about starting a podcast series, just kind of like a, just kind of like a news series. Like, I'll, I'll do it, like, weekly. Um, just, like, weekly, I'll, I'll cover what's been going on um, around the league. Maybe have, like, a weekly stars like the top three players, top three or five players for the week. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. And I, I was thinking, huh, scoop, you know what else a scoop can be? The scoop could be like the news, you know, like, what's, you know, here's the scoop. And so, you know, I could just, <laughs> I just call it like the weekly scoop. Because like news, but also scoop, like, like my username. So, so yeah, I might start doing that. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's the podcast. Uh, not the greatest. Uh, almost home. So. So yeah, I'm gonna gonna cut the recording here. But uh, thanks for listening. If you did. Um, so yeah, goodbye and have a have a good rest of the year.